This week's episode is brought to you by Getting Off Topic. The best distraction since... Oh, kitty! Kitty. Dax, come here! Roommate's cat, come here. No, he's not coming. Man. And I'm Matt. I have finals. I th- well, you finished one. Congrats on Gabe for finishing a final. But I'm not done yet. Okay, so. but it's still something. One step at a time, buddy. Anyway. That's how I'm, that's how I'm still alive. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, today we're talking about uh, Bushiroad's tournament structure and how it sucks. And maybe... Okay, we, we did have an episode about the tournament structure like 20 episodes ago, but that was about how it changed from the best of one format to best of three when it cut to top eight, among other changes. But this is more about complaints and grievances, which is what we here at Nexus at Night do best. Gabe, <laughs> um, this was your this was uh, your idea, so you said you have beef to explain. Okay, so um, basically... Outside of, like, the reformatting of the structure, Bushiroad has a very general, like, theme of poorly mismanaging their tournaments. There was one that I remember, I think it was the year we got Strides for the first time. Um, It was right after GBTO2, so we just got Aqua Force and Lampros was dominating the meta. There was a tournament that, because nobody fucking knows how to read ruled that Thavos's stride skill was not once per turn. And that was just a thing that people had to deal with, even though it literally says, it it doesn't say fourth battle or more. It just says fourth battle. So this was an instance when even the judges, the people whose role at the event didn't fucking know how to read, So it just makes you wonder what the entire point of it was, if even the judges weren't going to be, you know, good judges and know their own rules. So Actually, I had a question about the judges. Is there some sort of, like, you know, criteria that uh, someone would have to go through in order to become a judge with Bushiroad? There is now. There is now. The initial one was you email Bushiroad and say, hey, I would like to be a judge. There you go. That's it? That's the whole thing? Seriously? Even then, the criteria is barely a thing. I did it because I was bored. Wow. But, like, yeah, no, it's very... I'm just going to be real here. It's pretty friggin' pathetic. Um, And that's just a thing that people have to deal with because of poor mismanagement. And just makes you wonder, like, what are we doing here if just, you know... What's the point? What's the judge's role if they're just not going to, you know... Judge, judge. So that's a that's a thing. Um, another one was I don't even know the details of it. I think it was in like Greece or something where a guy won his locals and he somehow got a buy into top eight. Like it was such a fiasco. I don't know what the hell happened there. I just know something of along those lines happened. And it just con- makes me so concerned. Um, um, I think I remember talking to Helen. Uh, Helen. I don't know who that is. Okay, Helen is, uh, Bray, Bray, I can't pronounce her last name correctly. Sorry, Helen. It, uh, 
is uh, she she is a um, fairly famous uh, Kagero player who competes all over Europe and has topped multiple times with Overlord decks, uh, including one time very recently, which is kind of awesome because Overlord doesn't really top like it used to. Um, but in any case, she was there during the. Uh, it was in Greece, I think, where. Uh, where that incident occurred and apparently it was just like the guy was chummy with um the judges mm -hmm. that's pretty much it um i think yeah like it loses a lot like i lose a lot of confidence in companies when tournaments turn really poorly like this yeah uh it's like for when people like they even bad organizers like they have a lot of selection over who, who the organizer of a tournament is. Yeah. And if somebody is, like, already sketch, there's no reason to pick this person, basically. Yeah. And, like, so there's – I mean, I, I don't I – don't I mean, the organizer is probably some bushy Europe branch. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think making promises like this should not, like, should not be upheld – even if it's some bad, even if if it's some like low judge, mm -hmm. um, and if it is a high judge, this person should be removed. I don't know what the aftermath from that incident was. I same, I, same, or I don't know what the aftermath is either. Oh, okay. Like it just kind of happened. Everyone was really mad, mm -hmm. and then it just disappeared. Yeah, which, which leads me to believe either it was solved, and the you know the person in charge was removed, or. Uh, they just kind of swept it under the rug and hoped we'd forget about it. Probably the latter. Yeah. Who, is Probably did, right? who is clicking that much? Might be. I'm playing Vanguard Online because I hate myself. <laughs> I mean, oh, whatever. Just I'm getting severely Vanguarded by Blasterblade Xseed. I think it's turn three. He fin just finished his first stride turn. He's already seen eight triggers and pulled two heals. I have seen six, and by seen, I don't mean activated. So I'm getting really vanguarded right now. Is that, should uh, get good. Is, is, yeah, I, sh I really should get good. Is that just going to be like the, the new term for like getting bodied? I got vanguarded. Went to... No, no, uh, see, getting bodied assumes like the, pers the other person is more skillful. Yeah. Yeah. But this is not what's happening. Vanguard happening is when it's literally just, oh, yeah, you're not even deck thinning and you're just pulling triggers out the ass. That's Vanguard for you. Yeah, it makes sense. That, that would be what uh, our friend Trace would call getting Lamoud. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. I miss Trace. He was on our uh, OTC episode. A couple of is Trace dead? What happened? No, he's alive. He's just, All you right. know, he does. He lives in not Riverside. I mean, you live in not nice. Riverside also. But yes, but you shanghaied me into doing this with you constantly. So <laughs> it's it's only because I love you, I think. Shanghai is the correct word. I somehow. yeah I well, I remember one time I used that word for um like I, I think like one of our friends up in uh, up at uh, at UCR. Oh hey, trigger number nine. Nice, love it, love um, dying. But like one of our stool chums convinced me to do something I couldn't remember what, and. Uh, uh, a friend of ours, his name's Hao. I said uh, I got Shanghai into doing this, and he's like, "Did you just call me Shanghai?" Like he thought I, I he thought I was calling him like a racial sl uh, racial slur, 
I was like, no, it's a it's a verb, and then I had to Google it for him and be like, here, look, see? He's like, oh. Wait, I heard racism. What did I miss? <laughs> Gabe, please. <laughs> okay, basic, Gabe, please. basically, uh, a friend of ours at school who is Asian thought that the word shanghai the verb, was a noun, Shanghai, and was like, it was, it was like a derogatory term toward him. Nice. <laughs> All right, but he's not paying attention. Anyway, but... hey, all you had to do was tell me racism. That's all I needed to hear. Okay. All right. What, Matt? What were you gonna say? But, but. Never mind. It's no. not important. Is it? It's off topic. It's very much off topic. I literally we, just talked been about off topic for about five minutes now. Oh, I know. Um. Um. Okay. Also. Back on Bushi tournaments being terrible, a very common thing is round zero, where you can get kicked out without even playing. Explain. And that's just a... Th- like, I, I don't know the specifics, I've never had to deal with it, but apparently there are tournaments where, like, it doesn't break down evenly. So it's just like, okay, we're going to draw lots, and if you don't get your lot drawn, you're just out of the tournament. What? And that's just a thing that happens. Well, like, where does this happen? I've never heard of this. Like, I've, I've heard of this remember... happening when tournaments are above player cap. But like, what Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments have turns out of like multiple thousands. How can like the player cap can't be that high? It might be a capacity thing. Like, this convention center only holds so many people. Or, but like, still, that's. It's a convention centers could easily hold a, enough to fill a Vanguard tournament. Like the ones in like our area are never even like most are like seventy percent filled, maybe. And we're in a very Vanguard populous region, so or more like we have people coming from other regions because we're the closest. Mm-hmm. Because, but like the point is, we're not. In, we're not in bumfuck Indiana. We're in a very big area, and we still never reach capacity. So, like... Okay, so where does this happen, then? I, d- I mean, I don't know. I don't live there. But I remember reading stories about it, like, on North America, and people just getting hella assaulted. They went, like, wherever they had to go, and they didn't get to play, because they just got kicked out before. Does this happen in nice. other card games, or...? No. Yeah, I mean, I've been in a tournament that did have a round zero before. Uh-huh. It was a Weiss WGP for Japanese Weiss uh, Farts. Yeah. And the... Tur- I mean, this was a really shady fucking event. But uh, that aside, basically, if you didn't pre-register or something, they made everyone play in this round zero. Yeah. That was just a best of one. And if you lost, you, were at, you didn't get to play. If you won, you got to play. It was just like really feel bad. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like, and, and but, there was a bunch of other reasons why the tournament was shady. Like, it was over player cap by one. My friend offered to drop, so there was no round zero, and the tournament organizer, tournament organizer was like, "No, you can't." Seriously? Yes, Damn. seriously. That's and ridiculous. then like so, some group of people showed up after this, and he like said, "Oh yeah, you can join," and like did a repair. That's crazy. I, I, I love Bushi Road. This uh this was not a Bushi Road tournament. This was just uh, a tournament with a round zero. Oh, but, uh, that's, yeah. That's, fuck this guy is all I'm gonna say. Fair. 
Actually, if we're talking about fuck you to specific judges, boy, do I have a story for you. Okay, for the okay. record, wait, hang on. Before, before you, like, fly off the handle, we should probably explain that even though we're probably the, the saltiest pissants on the face of the earth, I think, uh, we mean no ill will toward the Boucherode company Aside from constructive I mean, criticism, continue. Sorry, I mean no ill will to Bushiroad. I mean ill will to this judge. Gotcha. Okay, go this for guy it. can go fuck himself up the asshole. So, um, this was round seven. This was um the first like I think spring fest or summer festival or something. So this was like right, or I think around the time duos got released, right before, or right after. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing with Blau back when Blau was like one of like the more meta decks at the time, and I was playing against a guy using Raging Form. So, you know how for those of you who watch the anime, which I'm assuming ninety percent of the Vanguard community does, um, you know how when they do drive checks, at least in Next, they do to make it more dramatic, they slam it one at like one card on top of each other. Yeah. Well, they don't really That's slam a, it anymore, but yeah. You know what I mean. They yeah. play, like, the triggers, like, when they do checks, they place them one on top of another. Yeah. That is illegal, and I got DQ'd for doing that. Wow. DQ'd? It has DQ'd. No actual impact on the game state. Because, like, that doesn't change anything. The triggers don't change at all. Um, the attack target doesn't change. I'm not calling something different. This literally impacts the game state in no way. And I got DQ'd for that. The best part was, this was a 5 damage no guard. This wasn't the winning turn. This was the winning drive check. What? Yes. And the judge could see the board well enough to see that shit. So we knew I was probably going to get a nice solid win in. But apparently that's fucking illegal for some stupid reason. And I got DQ'd for that, even though I was going to win that attack. And that is why I have never breached an average of 5-2 in tournaments. Granted, that's usually like top 32. But I could have easily gone 6-2 at worst case scenario if this judge wasn't a fucking cunt. Okay, so... fucking Christ. We we definitely earned our explicit tag this week. Now, uh... I I feel like the the like there's definitely just the culture of card games in general. You have these people who are looking for any reason at all just to fuck over their opponent. Like yep. zero sportsmanship. And Matt, I know you and I are both thinking of the same story. Um, do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Go ahead, man. Okay, so uh, Matt and I were at a regional Pomona, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we're almost always Pomona. Okay. So we're we're in Pomona, and a friend of ours, uh, David. Hi, David. He was playing against somebody um, during one of the rounds, and the round went to time. Now, the uh, the way time worked at this point was uh, the person taking their turn when time was called is turn zero. Then you have turn one, two, three, and then at the end of uh, round three. Is it whoever has the most damage loses just right there? No. Okay. No. This was this was the they they reverted back for this. Oh, okay. So this was once it hit time, it was double loss. That was it. But yeah. Yeah. But some judges, uh, I, I'm 
and and this is this is kind of the opposite of uh, the story that gave Total Four would you know kind of kind of judge it, you know, yeah. like look at it, and be like finish the turn, or <laughs> you know yeah. like some would discretion they use discretion yeah like obviously if the game's over let the game be over, and uh, this particular judge was like he was on his he was on the winning attack the winning attack and his opponent was like taking five ever his opponent was playing gears i believe yeah and you know it's that gears thing where they take five ever to drag around to time just in case they're about to lose yeah you shuffle uh, your deck a lot you like look through yeah. put it down pick it up look through it again I mean, th- this is a reason yeah. that gears needs to be hit uh i think again is because of uh how the yeah, easy it is to slow play with the deck but that's neither here nor there um and the guy, you know, he's got, he, my friend playing Dark Irregulars on the winning attack, and his opponent's taking forever, time is called. The judge comes up and is like, uh, do you want to concede? And the guy's like, no, I will take the double loss. So it was either... And he walks away laughing about it with his friend. Yeah. So basically, the the guy could either, you know, go down or take David with him, and he took David with him, which is... Yep. Ridiculous. Guy was clearly dead. He knew he was dead. Yeah. But instead of you know giving the person the win as the as he rightfully deserves, he decides that oh well I'm going to uh, I'll just take the double loss and be a scumbag. If there's a listener out there who you know happened to be playing our friend that day, you know you play you you lost you basically lost against dark irregulars and you couldn't take it. Fuck you. That feels yes. good to say. All right. Um, I hope he just. Get, I hope he gets his chest desserts. I, I hope he shits his pants in a job interview. How's that? One? Same. Okay. Anyway. Same. Um. Gabe, the, the that set, story gets me so mad. I know. Like, me too. It gets me really worked. And up. I cannot even. And I like David is a guy who like I've never like. Very rarely have I seen upset. And he was shaking with anger. Yeah. I wanted to give him a hug. And, like, there's this thing that people, that, you know, like, so we're, we're in the year, what, 2017 or some shit. At this point, yeah. And people think it's cool to, you know, oh, man, he, he trolled him real good. No, no, he's a fucking jackass. Yeah. It's not trolling. It's being a fucking jackass. And there's a difference. I mean, it's a good thing that. First of all, what? trolling is not cool to begin with. Like, it's, you shouldn't joke about things that could be true. That's just common fucking courtesy. Something, something 2007 called, etc. Anyway. I uh, guess, but it's just so obnoxious. I can understand. And I know you're, you're, you're about to like lose your shit. I can tell. Gabe, you sound pretty pissed over there too. With the, I mean, like. The clicking. <laughs> clicking in the yeah. first type son of a bitch <laughs> like the fact that like this shit just happens is just like what the fuck are you doing bushy road like jesus christ yep this is just like I, well that's they, that's fucking that's so stupid they've since amended I mean, their tournament structure haven't they but that the this issue has nothing to do with tournament structure. It has to do with tournament organization and judges just being inefficient at their fucking job. I was mostly talking about the the way time was like handled in that particular. But even case. then, 
even then, sure, the time handling was a bit of an issue, but that judge was being a dumbass. First, he let the guy pick, oh, do you want to just take it on the chin or bring a guy down with you? That's a stupid thing just to offer to somebody. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. And then, just like, it's the winning fucking attack or whatever. That, like, that should easily be an exception. But no. Uh, I think I think the judge did want the game to continue, and the guy I think the guy did say, "Oh, time was called. We we have to. Uh, the game has to end here." Like I don't. The, I, I think I think David said something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Hmm. So I think I think it was more on the guy than the judge, but yeah, still. But even then, the judge giving the it's obviously more on the guy because the guy was just being a fucking cunt. But. The judge giving him the option is just fucking stupid. Sure. Like he's obviously gonna just bring him down with you, him. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think a big reason of that this is a is is an issue is that the tournaments finishing on time is a really important uh, aspect for Bushiroad events um, because they try to finish them all in one day, mm-hmm. and they somehow don't get finished on time for who knows what reason. Um, slow, uh, slow play, because yeah, and when people would go to turns, some people playing certain decks, cough cough gears, would just take actual five ever on their last turns, or people would take even longer on their turn. Like people don't main attain a reasonable pace of play. Mm-hmm. And wh- how much do you have a play? How much do you have to play a fucking van- game of Vanguard? Twenty five minutes. Yeah, that's a bit minutes, much. Somewhere there. Like you should be able to finish a fucking game of Vanguard in twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, if you can't. Please don't show up. To, like, please increase your pace of play before going to tournaments. Hmm. Actually, part of, like one the one of the biggest complaints about uh, Bushroot's tournament structure is the lack of best of three. But hearing about all this with the, you know, the can't even finish a game in twenty five minutes. You know, you only have the convention center for so long, or wherever mm-hmm. it is you're hosting it. But isn't Bushiro doing like? two-day tournaments now just as, like, a thing. Yeah, now they are. So now that that's a thing, the thing about two out of three was, like, obviously there's a time issue, but two out of three was for the game itself because, like, there are just the games where you get double credited or you're grade-locked at zero the whole game, and forcing people just to deal with that and that be the the resolution of of their event that day is also pretty shitty. So, like, just, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just forcing people, like, if you, if it just looks like, oh, you got gridlock sucks for you, like, two out of three should ju- just have been a thing from the beginning because it allows for, like, just the game to proceed the fairest way possible. Yeah. And, like, it, uh, it's... And Bushiroad ter- events always are two days long because they have Buddy Fight and Weiss on the other day and everything like that. So... If you made it to day two of an event, just go. Like, just you. Like, you can go to the. They cut it off at a certain point, and everybody who gets invited to day two goes to that day because they're already hosting the. They already have the tournaments, the the convention center for two days. So, like, they should just Put get the extra. Vanguard people to go. Yeah, they already had it for a second day, so Bang Bushiro tournaments could have easily been two days long the entire time, but. Yeah, I think the concern 
was that they wanted people who play the other games, Weiss, Schwartz, and Buddy Fight, to be able to play also. Oh, if you play and like two it, it's kind of yeah. Like let's say you like play Vanguard and like like Buddy Fight or something, right? And you mm-hmm. do like really well in the Vanguard, and you're like, oh well, but you like Buddy Fight more, right? Like now you have this, this awkward decision of, oh well, I'm doing really well in Vanguard, but you know, variants, or I can just go play Buddy Fight is like kind of awkward. True. I think that's what they wanted to try to avoid, and I think that's respectable. Like that's very true. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's it, it's kind of awkward when you're holding these events for multiple games. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would be a sustainable model for them to switch to best of three with with this like you know devil's advocate thing in mind? Um, who's that directed at? Both of you. You can take this one first if you want. Um. I think because people can't play games at a reasonable pace, I don't think the best of three is is uh, reasonable. And uh, one of the common arguments that people have when I complain that people play slowly is like they're just thinking through their turn. I'm like, you should have played your deck enough to know the lines quickly and efficiently. And you taking forever or, you know, you pile shuffling or, you know, there's infinite other ways people waste time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like... This is all hindering you from just being able to play a game properly. You not knowing your decision trees, like you not knowing your combo, your own combos in your deck, you know, like you having if you have to refigure things out every time, like it's going to add probably, you know, 10 minutes to your game. And I mean, I've played games of Vanguard with like back in I, I think this was easier back in Limit Break era. But back in Limit Break era, me and my friend, uh, me and a good friend of mine would finish games in like, you know, two minutes, three minutes. And these were like. We'd play things like GN versus DI and like Aquaforce versus, you know, whatever I was playing at the time. I don't even remember. Like, okay. You know, just silly, silly game. Like, we would play games so fast in Limit Break era. And those games, I think, took, ended up taking longer in most cases. Okay. Gabe, what about There's you? less battle calling, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I played in Legion era a lot. Like, I entered, like, tw- two tournaments a week during Legion, and it made me want to die. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> understand that very much, too. Those took forever, though, didn't they? A lot, yeah. It was it was fun. The worst part is that Legion took forever, not because, like, the games were that long in turns, but just because... Uh, Everybody was shuffling. shuffling. Yes. You shuffled each... Like, there was a minimum... Like... There, it was too much shuffling. Like it was awful. It was. It was. It was. I, I'm you'd, traumatized. You'd, you'd be at. You'd be at the card shop, and you'd see. You know, like there'd be still. You know, you'd finish your game. You'd see like uh, bluish flames playing its musketeers, and you'd be like, "Hey, I uh, want to go get some food." Like, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was that bad. And you come back, and they're still in the same fucking uh, game of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking time. Um, it was, musketeers was like my bad. I apologize. <laughs> I hate those people. I, and then, the, and then just, now it just turns into Bloom, where Bloom has all the math they got to do, where they're like, okay, this is going off, and this is going off, and this is going off. Like, I had this idea for a sketch for the Nexus Core channel, where it's stuff you can do while your opponent is doing Bloom math. So, like, the guy would be starting to, like, okay, this goes off, and this goes off, and you see him counting, and then his opponent would just stand up, walk off, and then it would cut to him, like, getting a sandwich. And then meeting a girl, getting married to the girl, raising a family, and then he comes back when he's an old man, and then he sits down, and the guy's still counting, 
And he goes, are you done yet? He's like, oh, I lost count. I got to start again. And then it would just. All right. I'm going to give test. a helpful piece of advice for doing math quickly. And this can be for every new Nectar player ever. Yeah. So uh, let's say like use multiplication when doing your fucking math, please. Yeah, it is easy. For the love of all that is holy. Please use multiplication. So four times seven. So now, now you're like, okay, looks like an easy way to do multiplication in my head, right? Well, let's look at four times seventeen, right? This is like something that can happen in Bloom, you know? So it's a thing, right? Would you agree, Gabe, that four times seventeen is a is a number that could occur? Um, I'd go two times seventeen, but 30. theoretically, well, that's even easier. So okay. we're not we're not going to do that one yet. Okay. But four is... times seventeen because it's actually difficult. Or but like two times seventeen is realistic. People. Bloom math isn't even objectively difficult. It's usually no. in increments of two. People are just stupid and bad at math. Well, so two times thirty-four, right? This should give us sixty-eight, right? Yeah. Easy. But like, let's say people are doing it the hard way with four times seventeen. This is the same as four times ten plus four times seven. So forty plus twenty-eight, sixty-eight. Like no, like make the math easier on yourself. Make the, break the problem up into simpler problems and do it faster. And then on top of that, Blue th sorry, go ahead. Blue math waste so, can waste so much time, and you don't have that time to waste. Another t another thing that uh, comes into play is is uh, gold paladin with all of the like horsa stuff and like all of the you know your power bonuses on the field. What I've seen people do is they'll add up based on so they're like I call a thing horsa plus two plus two. I call another thing plus two plus two, and then by the time they've start, they you know get ready to start attacking, you're like, wait, how many times did I do that? It's easier to just go by totals: plus two plus two plus four plus four plus six plus six, etc. And like sometimes you'll do this to people, and they're like, wait, the total is plus six plus six. no, it's just this is how much I have right now. It's mm -hmm. six and six on my horse and the thing in front of it. Um, I feel, do you think maybe if we like got people on the hole to just, you know, keep it moving, I guess it would get easier for like th yeah. th this movement of like, Bushiro, can you give us best of three? Mm -hmm. But people I mean, need to, people need to pick up their pace of play. Yeah. My, uh, my advice for that is practice because the reason I am good, I know my neonectar numbers is not necessarily because I'm super amazing at math. I think I'm good at math, but the math is beyond simple. It's because I have just memorized the numbers of when they appear. I know that if I have two Thurias and if I have two Katrinas and Primavera, the post-Primavera skill columns will be 128k each because I've played the deck enough to know what my numbers are. Yeah, Learn true. your fucking deck. It, that is the best advice I can give. It, it's it's a similar thing with like Great Nature where they'll be like, okay, wait, this is plus 12 on here. I'm, it's 21. Are you sure? Yes. Three dopes on a 9k is 21. I guarantee it. Yeah, there are quite a few people in our group who are slow at math for various reasons. Or like when like people people will give a booster 3k, right? Like a 7k booster will gain 3k. Yeah. And once I give it 3k, I I just treat it as a 10k booster cuz that makes the math a lot easier. Yeah. Like whatever stuff happens later. Uh but what some people do is they like add the 7 and then add 3 later. And I'm like could have just added ten. Yeah, that, that's an even easier addition of whatever you were doing. Yeah, you're, you're making it hard on yourself. Like <laughs> another thing that uh, that Richard likes to do um, when he's doing his gold paladin stuff 
is he just goes by how uh, how big is this column? So he sees a nine and a seven k, and he in his head he's already at sixteen, and then he's going mm-hmm. okay plus two plus two now it's at twenty instead of going plus two plus two, et cetera. So there there are many ways to like you know speed your game up and you know. I know we're not really tu- uh, like touching on the people who slow play on purpose. That's a whole nother beast. But like, hopefully this helps, right? Yeah, uh, I wish there were something in the rulebook about. I, actually, there might be in the latest update. I didn't read it closely enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they did add something about slow play, but I didn't really see uh, what the specifics were, and like how I can use it in the middle of a match. But to err on the side of caution, if your opponent is playing extra slow, please. Uh, please call them out on it. I, it shouldn't be a stigma to call your to call like like people shouldn't feel ashamed to call their opponent out because their opponent can't play at a proper pace. I think that I think it's that same sure. kind of stigma about talking about money, where like you, it's supposedly a stigma, but there there really shouldn't be a big deal. So you just go like, hey, can you like pick up the pace, please, or something like that, or something. Yeah, um, I am. I, I will literally tell people to stop shuffling if I think they're taking forever. Or the worst part is if someone goes into their deck, gets a thing, shuffle, put it down, and then, you know, go back into their deck before their drive check. Like, just oh don't shuffle. God. Just be like, okay, I, you know, a- activate Knight of Twin Sword called Suleiman. Okay. Shuffle. Put it. No, don't shuffle. Attack with Suleiman. Counterblast. Get the next thing. But at the same time, there are some decks where you have to shuffle. Like if you're playing Musketeer or Gurgit, like yeah, that's it's I'm, annoying. But like you just, it's literally how the deck fucking functions. Yeah, yeah, I but mean, that's not Royal that's Paladin. A, yeah, I'm just that's, saying, like yeah, like, something like that. It is definitely okay for that to happen. Or um, I've seen I've like played. There's this one guy in our group who also plays Great Nature, and if he has multiple, you know, Mike Sabro searches, he'll search. For the grade three, put it back down, shuffle, pick it up. No, just both at a time. Let's go. You know. But you, you notice whenever I'm sitting next to him, I'm just like, "Why are you shuffling?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like, please stop. Something, something about the snark is just like it's this heavy cloud that hangs over you, and you're like, "Yeah, I know, I'm being stupid." Um. So, how how could we, like aside from you know fixing things at a player level with the slow play. Um, also sportsmanship, but that's not really something I want to talk about. Um, like, how do you think we could fix the tournament structure on the whole? Because it seems like ARG, which is you know, like a... Is it... I know it's nationwide. I don't know if it's worldwide. It's not nationwide. It's uh, East Coast only. It now came they, to California one time. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, uh, it's yeah. very expensive for the East Coast uh, East Coast uh, card shops to like hold tournaments on the West. Yeah. So the only way we're gonna get tournaments on the West is if a West Coast shop cares enough to hold one. Yeah. And Vanguard yeah. just isn't that much of a viable market for them to do that. So there's not much of an interest. What a shame. Yeah, and places it, are expensive to rent also. Yeah. That too. Well, in any case. Uh, ARG has best of three matches and are generally respected in terms of, you know, tournament results, as opposed to like, if you say I topped the locals with this, you're like, okay, cool. And, and if it's, I topped an ARG with this, you go, okay, 
Nice. But more than anything that comes to do with, like, tournament size, because ARG is popular, so they have fairly big tournaments. Like, your locals could be eight people. ARG will be, like, could easily breach 30, that's, which is a respectable number. That's what I'm saying. So, um... Oh, yeah. I, well, like, okay, so it, it, they seem to have the tournament structure, for the most part, figured out, is what I'm saying. So... It's be- it's because it's because they're a big company and they put a lot of money into prizes because they're turning a game that shouldn't even be competitive competitive. Okay. So if Boucherode were to, you know, try and fix its tournament structure based on how Boucherode as a company operates, what do you think should be done, both of you? Um actual, you know, Actual judges not being awful. That's a good start. I think the, um, yeah, so judges, I think there needs to be some rules clarification. Um, the rule book sometimes defines words and uses it in different definitions for whatever reason. Uh, and in, in not the same way, like it's not well written at all or well edited. Um, the, yeah, the judging, the judge, and so this will help the judging because the judges will know obvious, should know obvious things. There should be a judge system, uh, like basically pe- all the judges should be in some kind of system that you know, so everyone knows who they are. Uh, I mean, I like I don't want to. How do I say this? I don't hate the judges, but. Uh, I don't know a good way to say this uh, without it, demonizing people. I mean, like, Gabe has no qualms about demonizing people. Well, I, I guess mean, what I'll say is that the mistakes the judges make have more impact than just the one match that they're dealing with. Explain. When the If a judge makes a bad ruling, yeah. then that ruling carries further than that match. Hmm. Like, it could carry to other events. It could carry to other people. It's like, oh, well, I was at this, and the judge said this. You know, this spreads. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this needs to be minimized greatly. Like, there should be um, a list of common rulings on the Boucherode page. And in, in an obvious place, not in, like, the fucking bites or whatever that they put, like, the uh, Negrelazy ruling in. Yeah. Like... There should be like an obvious place of common rulings, like even linked to the card. Like, Bushy Road website could have like on the website on the product page with a card on it, right? They could be like some common rulings involving this card. Yeah. Like they could just add this into their search engine, That's and that would actually make the Bushy Road page have more traffic because, well, Wikia is retarded, and I hate using Wikia, and I would like any any reason to not use Wikia. All of those are very true statements, and I agree with them completely. <laughs> so, and, and this will also make it easier for judges because there's ever a you know some kind of discrepancy. The judge goes like, "Oh, uh, here's a data. He, you know, there's, we're now building a database of of card rulings, right? Yeah. And this is something that other card games just don't have. And ma- I mean, Magic has it, but like I'm saying that like, Yu-Gi-Oh Nest doesn't necessarily have. And so, like, you're already like setting yourself apart. And making, everything, and making it easier to understand your game and easier to play your game. 
hear that, Boucher Road, if you managed to get through the last 39 minutes of somewhat abuse. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely advice you should take. That's not to say that rulings aren't, you know, posted in an easy to accessible or easy to access place. Um, and for the record, no, I was not asked to plug this. Uh, our, a good friend of ours, Living Proof, otherwise known as Living Proof on YouTube, uh, has a website called livingproofvg.com where he has deck lists and stuff, but he also has rulings that tend to come up a lot, be them Spike Brothers related or otherwise. And I think mm-hmm. if more, like not just, you know, go check out Proof's website, blah, blah, but if more people have, you know, their websites doing this, it would definitely be easier because if you're like with your friend and you go, wait, this doesn't work like this type question into Google does, you know, can I hollow Negrolazy when called back in end phase and still get my end flip soul charge? And then you have a bunch of people saying, no, you can't. As what well, I'm, yeah. To actually defend Bushi Road, something I never thought I would say aloud, um, Bushi Road actually does a good job of responding to emails with ruling questions. That's very so true. So if people, if people do have questions, they will get answered. So that is true. cool. So that's nice, at least. But what I'm and, saying is, like, when these questions do get answered, just compile them somewhere. Like, yeah. say, oh, somebody asked this. Let's just put this, you know, with this card. Because, like, if one person – it's you know, it's this classroom thing, right? If one person has a question, we can assume that a lot of other people have the same question. Yeah. But at the same – I don't know. Sorry. I'm, I'm really uh, annoyed with one of my history professors right now where she encourages questions and then makes fun of you for asking a question. Thank God Bushiro doesn't do that. Ha ha, you don't know what MP Dragon does. That'd okay. be so funny. <laughs> Although, I wonder what happens if you ask them a question about a vanilla. I'm sure they would, like, I'm sure they just make fun of you and type the clinical response like they should. That's so boring. I know, right? <laughs> D- dear, so uh, if, I tr- if I trigger yeah. my Galatin heal trigger... Yeah. <laughs> and my opponent... Yeah. And my opponent, uh, you know, uses his Gallatin starter as a booster for his Gallatin Vanguard. It's like, what? <laughs> I just imagine, like, you would do that, and then Bushiro would be like, listen, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Honestly, you- <laughs> I, would, I, I would definitely do that just because I'm that much of a dick as a person and general character faults of who I am. I would probably get fired from Bushiro to make people quit this game. Oh man, no! I I uh, It'd be worth it. I work. That at... might be fine as long as you get them to play buddy fight. Ha. True. I will. I will try. I will act. I live my life trying to get more people to play buddy fight. I don't know. But I... Why is the name so dumb? Why is Why is the name so dumb? I, um, I agree. I don't know, man. I it's the gimmick. All card games are named after their gimmick. Yu Gi Oh is literally named after it is named after its anime and not the game itself. Or whatever. I, I, you ever just I, walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, man, want to BF?" Like, you could just BF each other. Hardcore BF. Dude. Hardcore BF weekend. Fucking buddy fight's a mad rad name. Yo, you want you want to get your homie and punch him in the face? Also, it has all these good memes. Like, there's the buddy circle, which you could also aptly call the friend zone. It's the joke factor. It's great. You're a joke. That's very true. 
so that's kind of it in terms of like what there are fairly simple fixes like speed your game up know what your deck does know your rulings and but that's not Bushiro. That's the character. That's the player not being. That's the player being stupid. I mean, it starts with people, right? And then yeah, no, let's these. Do. These are solvable problems, like easily solvable problems. Yeah. So Just we general, should start yeah. with those. Yeah. Like we can make a lot of leeway. Like we can get a huge head start by people just playing properly and quickly. And then that, not, yeah, and, and then when you have people saying we want best two of three, your claims now have some validity. Yeah, and it and about the comment before about you know looking for any way to screw over your opponent, being an asshole does not make you cool. Like, it's not like no one's gonna think better of you or think you're funny or think you're you know like if like you wouldn't do that to your friend, right? So why do it for to a random person? Like, oh, I don't know this guy, so he's not a real human being. No, no, you're you're just a fucking jackass. And it, I cannot stress that enough. Remember, kids, stay away from drugs. Um, well, no, no, let's not be crazy here. <laughs> drugs are cool. I like to think. I I like to think we're at least trying to be informative, but winners don't do drugs. That actually is not true. Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Steroids. Peyton Manning, allegedly. Lance Armstrong. Not even allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Lance Armstrong confirmed. Yeah. Testicular cancer, the best drug. Yeah. <sighs> so, I guess that's kind of it. Because like, th- there's not really much else to say about it, is there? No, Bushi really just needs to get its shit together, do, like, actual tests what? for judges like Konami does, um, hey, listen Konami to the player base. More. still trash. I'm not saying they're not trash, but I would argue that they are better than Bushiro judges. Whew. I don't know, man. They are, uh... I mean, I think the problem is mostly Yu-Gi-Oh's shitty rules to begin with, but, you know, whatever. Very true. That's true. Ryu does have some really convoluted and weird ones, and also they don't even, like, apply to the same country sometimes. Like, the OCG can have different than TCG. Europe, like, fucking the EU can have different than North America for some fucking reason. Yeah, that should, that, if that happens, uh, I don't think it's happened in Vanguard yet, but if that ever happens, fucking done. I mean, like, Vanguard is too I refuse to play any game that doesn't have consistent rulings worldwide. Honestly, though, like, Vanguard's too simple of a game. I really don't think that would happen. Because, like, a lot of it comes to do with, like, traps and spell interactions, which just don't exist because all Vanguard has is monsters, and Vanguard, again, is just competitive solitaire. So I just don't think that could happen in Vanguard. But if it did, I agree with you, and that would be incredibly stupid. Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen in Magic. Like, it shouldn't happen in anywhere else. God bless you, wizards. Oh, yeah. I uh, There's something I forgot to mention. So last week, uh, during the sponsorship at the beginning of the episode, I plugged the Force of the Ocean uh, blog, which you know focuses on uh, the CFV Aquaforce Strategy Hub, if you want to get technical. I said that uh, Commander Jaime was the mastermind behind it, 
and I was totally wrong. It is Ocean Dragon Lord because it was eight in the morning when I recorded that uh, sponsorship, and uh, I'm an idiot. So yeah, that's a correction. Sorry about that. Um, Good job, Atlas. Atlas. Exactly. Go go to forceoftheocean.wordpress.com if you want to learn more about giving credit to the wrong people. Hey, I have about as much respect for you as a Bushiro judge now. I mean, you never had respect for me to begin with. So same. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like I mean like what do you want me to do dispute that no that's very true yeah, exactly anywho so yeah that, that that's my uh, Atlas's fuck up for the week for the week I think uh, you mean like the hour no 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 but that was last week true that's so true. did he fuck up did he fuck up like the next hour like I don't think he did I mean, I saw him last week, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, 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 the fuck up for that week, not during the not this week. Uh-huh. This, that's what I was saying. This week has been an absolute comedy of errors. Um, <laughs> Just like the. Did you mean my life story? Yeah, exactly. No, I I, uh, I I know we're near the end of the episode, but I just want to like tell you guys what uh, this weird thing that happened to me. So. I was uh, waiting for a friend uh, to get out of her class, and I'm sitting there, and these two girls walk up, um, and they they were like trying to get people to like sign a petition or something for their club, and uh, it was it was a Christian club, and they're like, hey, excuse me, are you, would you like to hear about God? And then me being the asshole that I am, I said, uh, no, I'm Jewish. Sorry, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm about as Jewish as like Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> and. Uh, and then I say that, and one of them turns to the other and goes, oh, right, because of the nose. Oh! Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> savage! So like, I'm st- like, I give them this oh look like, God. fucking really? First off, my nose is not that Jewish. At least I don't think so. Um, at Atlas Novak on Twitter, find out for yourself. But... At you the, be the judge. Though. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, who the hell says that to anybody? Like, even if even if you're like, Pinocchio's half brother or something. Just don't say that. <laughs> Absolutely, See, if fucking yeah. destroyed. Jesus. So, so if Atlas was a quicker thinker, he could have said, "Oh, are you Jewish too?" That would have been Fair. perfect. No, because I was so caught off guard by it. Like fucking really. I know. I know. Like, See. <laughs> I mean, if it's any on your toes, man. Uh, if it's any consolation. No. I'm in New York City, and my friend had a friend from Alabama who asked her where her horns were. Oof. Where her what was? Horns her were. horns were, because that's a Jewish stereotype that they have horns because we're offspring of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was joking, but this is a real thing. Oh, shit. She wasn't even joking. She was actually asking? Yeah, because that's oh just my a thing. God. People just don't know that. People just don't know Jews don't fucking have Alabama. Poor education. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, right. Actually, I, I did have a moment of quick thinking earlier this week where I had, I, I don't care, anecdotes be damned. But I, It's called a sign-off. Yeah, fine, fair enough. Okay, actual sign-off this time. I was, uh, I, I had an ingrown nail and I went to go get it fixed at, uh, at Urgent Care. And I'm I'm sitting next to that chart where they're like like you know like rate your pain on a scale from one to ten, 
And then I, I was like making small talk with the doctor. She was like, you know, like cutting up my foot and she goes, uh, I, I said, I never understood the point of this. If you can't really like express pain that well. And I'm like, and then I said, well, what if I like, do, do people just come in and go, you know what? Two, I'm fine. I'll go home. And then she goes, yeah, you got to save your 10, right? I'm saving my 10 for childbirth. So she leaves while I, uh, like and to go get my get a form or something and comes back and she goes uh, how do you feel I'm like I can't feel my foot because you put an anesthetic in there and she goes how would you rate your pain and I go uh, it's not ten I'm saving that for childbirth and then I stood up and walked out <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. no oh no it gets better cut to the next day where my foot is all gauzed and bandaged up and I stubs my toe on a, like the side of a like bench and I'm like hopping around in pain and then I stop and Matt goes. So how would you rate your pain on a scale from 1 to 10? Nice. Yeah. Respects. <laughs> Alice was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I even had, like, a nightmare that the next night about me just, like, losing it stuff, like, one-on-one basketball, boxing matches, shit like that. And at the end of every one, Matt would come up to me and ask, so how would you rate your pain on a scale He's in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> Anyway. He's in my dreams, too. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. We hope you're, we're in your dreams, too. Anyway. It's too lewd. Until next time, I was Atlas. <laughs> and I'm Matt. You were Atlas? Are you not now? And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>